Diaper. <laughs> Don't, ooh. You're, there's cotton balls in your anus. Ooh, I love it. Yes. Can, do I have to die for that? Or <laughs> can I just pitch that? <laughs> <laughs> right now. Fuck is happening? <laughs> okay, yay. Okay, so we're, re- uh, we're good together. I'm pulling the shades on your ass. Are y'all going to go play Nintendo Switch? Probably. They'd be Probably like, okay, real. all right. Very likely. God. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome. Well, Guy. Guy, Hi. Laura. Hi, Casey. How are you? Yes, I'm yes, good. Just How yes. are you? Yeah. How are you? Yes. <laughs> well, she was mad because I was looking at my phone, but our, <laughs> our guest is going to be here at 5. No, 5.30. I was just sidetracked. Yeah, no, it's okay. So, um, how are you? I'm good. But it's another beautiful rainy day in Athens. Yeah, lovely. Lovely day. Um, has anyone died since we talked last? I'm sure someone anyone you know no one I know okay good 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 okay yeah we should have a just boom popped into my head Mm -hmm. um an episode about celebrity funerals oh yeah for sure that'd be so much actually one of the topics I've started research on is a celebrity funeral good so I love it I'm telling you I've been into this shit okay good so So, today we have a guest and I'm very excited our first guest we're really good at yeah, drum yeah, sounds. Yeah. Miss Marla Starr. Hi. <laughs> she is a badass. Yes. Um, I guess I'll tell them a little bit about you and then I'll let you take over and tell us more about you. So I met Marla probably seven years ago. I want or was, Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Seven years ago mm-hmm. um, in Athens at a dear friend's uh, birthday party. And recently she got married and my husband was a groomsman in the wedding and I got to do her wedding makeup and she was a beautiful bride. Um, But she is, I always say, I always described her as weird, but (laughs) then I realized that she's, the reason she's weird is because she's unapologetically herself. Yes. And I fucking love it. And she's creative. She's an artist. She's a costume designer. She's, oh wait, the fun fact about her hair that I love telling people. What? About uh, Hunger Games, <laughs> oh, yeah. President Coin's hair was um, t- designed or created the visual whatever inspired repre- by yeah. inspired uh, pretty much yeah. copied straight <laughs> off of her head. So <laughs> when we post pictures to our social media, you'll see her if you're a Hunger because Games fan. Because she, be like, I see the hair. You mm-hmm. worked on the Hunger Games, correct? Mm-hmm. That's yes. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was the costume buyer. Yes. Oh, so. Which awesome. is so cool. Like yeah. the costumes and styling to you. Yeah. In the movie. I could so. sometimes your um, personal style. I could see a lot of what's her Effie. I could see a lot of like mm-hmm. pieces. Yeah, I'd be I like, oh, that looks like something Marla would wear. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like the wig yeah, you did the other favorite. day. She's the wig. That, yeah. That's very like, totally. yeah. That must have been so fun to dress yeah. Effie. Oh my gosh. I didn't dress her, okay. but I did see the creation of her clothes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's more like what the designers okay. would do. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, how fucking cool is that? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so she's that's awesome. Awesome. And when we, when Lara came to me with the concept for this podcast and we were thinking about guests that we would 
would have, I immediately, immediately popped into her like, head. Marla, Super. Surely Super. she's got some fucking great stories. I do. I have a lot of stories. <laughs> a lot of stories. So if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, if you've seen any new shows, if you got any new music you want to tell us about, anything? Well, um, since we're on the topic of death, um, I want to just talk you died. about... You I, I did. I, I came back every day when I go to sleep and wake up. Like I died, came back to life. Probably. So, yeah. So, I saw a documentary. It was a while ago, but um, it was called How to Die in Oregon. Oh. And it's about the death with dignity. I love it. I don't know. Like, it's not a law, but it's what people are allowed to do to themselves if they have a terminal illness so basically it's like the doctor can prescribe you um, a chemical that will a death pill kill you you can take it yourself and die is it legal in Oregon now wow yeah Yeah. it is which it's yeah yeah we we touch on this topic I feel like a a lot just about if dying with dignity yeah like to just go out on your own terms it's wild though because like in the documentary you actually do you see a couple of people ingest the medication and die? Wow. So you follow their stories about when they decide that they are going to take the medication to kill themselves up until the point when they actually extinguish their own life force with the medication. And are there, uh, I guess in these instances was the family around them when they did Uh, it? Yeah. 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 That's wild. So you would wreck, you did like the, documentary and you'd recommend I did. watching it yeah. yeah people who want Yay. something dark but yeah. also like just interesting oh, yeah. and psychological wait, not, well you know just yeah is it on check netflix? it out What's it was it, it was it's okay. not anymore oh, okay. oh okay yeah thanks netflix i know God. i want to actually i want to buy it yeah that good i'm sure it's wow. on itunes mm-hmm. or something oh we'll find yeah. it yeah don't download it illegally. No. Wink, no. wink. <laughs> Definitely don't. That would be no. bad. That would be very bad. Yeah. So, okay. We, our last episode, we talked a little bit about just, we had some listener submitted funeral stories. And when I asked you to be on the podcast, it was so fun. I was like sending screenshots to Laura because I was like, holy shit. She <laughs> has so many. And you're not, you're not a big texter. So when you, st- I mean, we don't necessarily have novels of text. And so when you started right. texting, I was like, oh, she's got yeah, so many. Vault. She's got yeah. so many. So, I mean, I want you to pick at your own, whichever ones you want to share with us. Yes. Um, it, like I said, it can be cringeworthy. It can be funny. It can be heartfelt. Whatever you want, honestly. Well, since we're talking about suicide, I can tell you one story. So I guess when I was about 12 years old, my great-grandfather shot himself Mm. in the head with a shotgun. How old was he? In the closet of his house Mm. in his master bedroom. So he was probably... I want to say he was in his 80s. Wow. But his wife, Annie, had died maybe two years before. And I just remember growing up seeing them in their recliners hanging out. Like in Up. Like, you know, movie Up. Yeah. So without her, I think he just lost the will to live. But it was crazy because I was thinking the whole time, like, are they going to open... The, the coffin oh the oh yeah, that's like, always I, so I kept scary thinking, like are they gonna open it or are we gonna try to oh, see him but they didn't however um after the funeral we did go to his house to have um a lunch there <gasps> how bizarre 
Which, mm. as a 12 year old, you're just That's like, intense. you're overcome with grief because you yeah. don't know yeah. how to process sure. stuff like no. that. Especially Holy. death like that. I mean, yeah. cancer or and whatever being is traumatic, hard. Like a sudden death. Yeah. But I remember just sitting in his recliner in a ball, being sad yeah. and just Aww. wanting to like go back into the bedroom and like see if there yeah. was anything. But I didn't because I knew I'd get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But, but you have that curiosity. morbid curiosity yeah. to just yeah. know and see. Oh my God. And I mean, mm. your brain at that age. You're just yeah. not. You have to see something to help you process, process. it. Like I mean, mm-hmm, if you didn't sure. see the body, you yeah, need to maybe see the remnants. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, a bad that's, word, but you know what but I'm saying. I've always so, had like the a evidence. dark curiosity. Yeah, exactly. About stuff. So you were 12 mm-hmm. when this happened. Was this your first funeral? Oh no! no. I was going to say, of course, not. No, I no, think no. I've probably attended somewhere between twenty to thirty yeah. funerals of people that I have known personally, personally who wow. died. Yeah. So, yeah. so, do you, would you? Did you already have kind of a dark sense of humor, or morbid curiosity, well before this happened? So, was this kind yes. of like fuel on the fire? Yes. Like yeah. I even like as a child, I used to like collect dead animals and like reassimilate the skeletons oh which stuff. you still you don't I still but you do that you have a lot of tax i clean skulls sorry vegetarians wait okay i'm vegetarian. vegetarian that's right she's vegetarian that's right that's right sorry Peta. i like to push the boundaries yeah, yeah. Oh, myself yeah. Okay. So, oh yeah yeah so you say you clean the skulls so mm-hmm. i want to know did you boil them did you put them on ant beds so <laughs> recently i did clean one and i found the animal on the side of the road and it was a fresh kill and so um i drag it over to the side of the road into the woods what kind of animal oh okay (laughs) never mind so um it was a human (laughs) yes it was a human (laughs) it was her last boyfriend sorry winston (laughs) no this is a bizarre case of uh, taxidermy he's just oh actually that reminds me of another movie i'll tell you guys about but um so um I dragged the animal over, and then I came back later with um, a mask, like a paper mask over my nose, because it smelled. It was in the summer. A, hatch, oh, a hatchet and a plastic <sighs> trash bag, and I chopped the head off and put it in a trash bag. <laughs> oh, my God. She gets weirder and weirder every time we it. talk. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I can't it. get enough of it. And um, so then I took it home and I have this wire uh, cat cage that I put the carcass in and like let the roly polies eat it Mm -hmm. and so after about two and a half weeks I put it in peroxide and cleaned it yeah it was ready to be displayed and so you have it on display now Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it turned out really nice. That's, that's cool. insanely awesome. I grew up I in the, the woods, and that's what we used to be like. We found a bobcat skeleton. We put it Ooh. on the ant bed, and then yeah. we found it was obvious that some hunters had been in the woods, and mm-hmm. they um, and they uh, put the um, th- we just found the head of like mm-hmm. a hog. And so yeah. we put that on the ant bed, and you know some people would boil it, and the, I mean that's just you know, growing it's up. It's tricky with that yeah. with cleaning skulls because if you do certain <laughs> things to them, it can deteriorate the bones. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought I would hear. <laughs> so I have sorry. researched it a lot. Like actually yeah. using like biological powder is a good way to clean them. Where um, do you buy that? Is that at Walmart? Um, you can use like <laughs> a honey. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's or you can use beetles, dermestid, sure. derm- derm- dermestid 
beetles, mm-hmm. I think is what they're called, to, to clean skeletons. Okay, so if there's ever, um, if Winston ever goes missing and they look at your Google search history, you are yes, suspect number one. How to clean a body. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How to preserve a skull. Let's hope like, that they find his body quick. Quickly. Because then that way they... Yeah. yeah. Right. You just come in and be like, oh, it's on display. Winston's just oh. sitting at his computer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, I fucking love this shit. This so, is so good, though. And that reminds me of another movie um, oh, that I own. It's called... Sorry. Anima, A-N-I-M-A. And it's a film about this old couple who lives in the woods together. They came from Europe and they moved to the United States and they live in the woods. And the wife dies and the husband is a max master taxidermist. And he comes up with a way to preserve bodies where there's still you can still move them. They're still opposable. <gasps> oh, wow. So, like, when she dies... They record her cello playing for a long time. And oh when she God. dies, he sets her up in the yard and, like, plays her recordings <sighs> and, like, takes her in the car oh and, like, God. rides with her and stuff. That is so creepy. <laughs> it's really good. And I love it. It's really good. I love it. you know, keep your family around. But yeah. Think about how sad that would be to have one person with you your whole life. Yeah. You guys didn't interact with anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then for them to die, like, they came up with a way that yeah. they could be together. Yeah. definitely that's so, it's so romantic it is it's, it's like a dark romance and the, it's really good it's a love we all want to have right it's a love it's we all true. want it's true oh my god love so, eternal how old is that movie when did that movie um do i don't know i would say it came out in the 2000s okay mm-hmm. okay nice the yep. turn of the century yeah, I feel like I want to Google it and tell you. That's not right. But yeah, well, we yeah, we have guys. We have Google. <laughs> I, we were talking the last episode. I was like, um, do how do other podcasts do it? Do they just Google stuff? And I was like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. So yeah. anima, A N I M A. Yeah, cool. Let's see. Anima. That's interesting. It's not known very film. well. So it's sort of an independent film. I think it might be actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, wouldn't okay. find it at Beachwood Cinema. <laughs> no, two thousand three. Okay, yeah, it's old. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I first rented it from Vision Video because they had all the obscure stuff. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. And now they're shut down, they're which shut is down. so sad. It's okay. only. It says it's only twenty six minutes long. No, no, no. That's okay. a different one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. Let's see. It, it was. It took me a long time to find the name of it because years later I was trying to buy it. We can. We'll. Yeah. Look and see if you can't find it exactly. Then we will post it. We will do the research and post it on our yeah social cool. media for sure. For is sure. it? There's one. 2013 says. Yep. Reality blurs as a rogue scientist struggles to keep his terminal wife alive oh, no, inside no, no, a commu- no. computer system. I found it. I found it. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's totally nineteen. It's nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay, it's okay. older than I thought. Yeah. So re- they must have remade it and made it more of a like a sci fi thing hmm. because it sounds like the same concept. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. I'll see. Here's the here's the synopsis. Well, part of it. A reporter doing a story on taxidermy discovers an odd older couple. This is her IMDb. Um, that he becomes convinced are ex-Nazis. <laughs> the chief <laughs> item, what does it say? Leading to this belief is an odd puppet theater the couple operate in their basement that recreates the Nazi era using stuffed creatures. 
Okay, so mm. not the same film. <laughs> no, but it, that's it. But it doesn't allude to the fact that he yeah that he texted her and his wife. There. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. This is the kind of shit people read. That's like, let me get interested in it. Yeah, <laughs> this is like the hook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's not the yeah. actual. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The yeah. Nazi the era stuff is yeah. what would probably right. draw a lot of Fascin- people into oh, it. Stark sure. fascination yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because you got to be a certain kind of person to be yeah. like, oh, tell me more about the Nazis. <laughs> what were they like? Yes, just be alive today in america <laughs> oh my god no at Wav, never mind it's another subject oh well, hey we'll welcome it well apparently um some of the nazi doctors were given asylum here in the u.s to help mm-hmm. develop yeah yeah like pharmaceuticals and medical yes. technology for the u.s oh wow mm-hmm. yeah wow that's wild yep well you know they did a lot of like weird sewing different body parts like a lot of experiments yeah. with children yeah they did and things oh god yeah like twins a lot of yeah. stuff with twins yeah like, obviously once they were dead they would just kind of mm, no. no this was while they were alive i was, was really like, hoping there i was yeah, really pulling sorry. for some no. sorry yeah. okay well yeah. at some point there's a line <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just so, barrel past it just barrel right just through run through god so well, grandpa was a pretty uh, sorry great grandpa was a pretty good uh story pretty yeah. awful but <laughs> pretty great 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 start what are some of your other favorite funeral stories so recently this was hmm, last january it was on my sister's birthday my grandmother passed away she had a heart attack in the shower and like died immediately and she was really mm. young oh, so wow. but um so anyway, my sister, who is getting her nurse anesthesiology degree, she's all the way up in Virginia, and she could not attend the funeral. So she asked me if I would go up to the casket and take a photograph of my grandmother. <laughs> and she, she could did. see her. And um, I spoiler did. alert. <laughs> yeah, I had my brother cover for me, and I like very gently like picked my phone up and was like Ksh. i was about to say did did anyone no one saw you do no it? one saw me yeah if they did it would have been like fuck they would have been like yeah what are you yeah doing? yeah, you're, yeah we already think you're a fucking weirdo well yeah that's <laughs> now you're photographing it. our family yeah. member like stop yeah with yeah. being the black sheep yeah sorry <laughs> I'm a can you just person? give us one day to be normal yeah, yeah. just one yes. day marla just one. <laughs> sorry so did you sorry. text it to her i asked her if she wanted it uh, then and she said no and so I just waited for her to come around and ask me for it but she finally did um, in December oh god so that was almost a year wow. I held on to wow. it and I just remember sometimes scrolling through my phone <laughs> looking at pictures and all of a sudden that picture would <laughs> that pop cool. up like po- like right next to like a, a very artistic nude of marla <laughs> just exactly. dead grandma like, i'm like what if i accidentally sent that one? Oh god oh, no. oh god sexting with winston and then being like oh oops i'd be like oh ew did i kill the mood no pun intended <laughs> yeah no, exactly uh, you oh murdered the mood you murdered the mood <laughs> you destroyed god. it oh my god Ugh. so that was interesting and um I'm trying to think. Nice and morbid. Just yes, how we was. like it. Yes, it was. And I, actually, I photographed um, my dad the day that he died in the hospital. I photographed him um, with his wife 
right before he died Mm -hmm. because were you in the hospital room when he passed yes i was and you know like he and i they have a story yeah so basically my dad was a drug addict and was addicted to heroin and um he needed a liver transplant but he wouldn't sober up so he couldn't get a liver and um so he and i hadn't spoken for about 10 years and then when he because of some business ordeal kind of deal we were like reunited but it wasn't out of like natural causes you know it just had to be done um so but anyway he told me that he was going to get a liver transplant which he lied about because he was manipulating me of course for money and (laughs) some things never change exactly and so um anyway uh, he told me he had a year to live but he lived two and a half years Oh, wow. Mm. So, um, but his wife, Cheryl, who is um, not the best person. <laughs> That's a say, lovely way to say it. A euphemism. Not a see you next she's Tuesday? A, she's a <laughs> fucking witch. Okay. okay. That's so fair. Let's say it. Let us get it out. Let's get it out. She, like, um, she, I was supposed to go visit my dad um, one weekend and then she told me he wasn't feeling well and I was like well can we just come down there and hang out and she said no he doesn't want company which I don't even know if that's true and then he ended up going into the hospital but he coded he died and came back to life on a Thursday and she did not call me (gasps) until Friday at like 6 p.m. So by the time I got to the hospital he was unconscious and I did not get to have an actual dialogue with him that closure are you are you do you sometimes i guess like where are you with that do you sometimes wish that you wouldn't have rekindled and just found out he died or are you glad no i'm actually glad that we did because i needed him to apologize to me yeah mm-hmm. yeah For and it was what a, he had done and i guess at that point it doesn't even matter if it's a heartfelt apology just getting something yeah. is better than nothing and even when we got reunited it took two years for him to ever come yeah. around yeah because wow. then he had accepted the fact that he was going to die i think by that time yeah and he just needed to get it off his well, death chest. is the great equalizer i mean you, and yeah. also even if it was like a selfish thing because if you believe in an afterlife and you have mm-hmm. this guilt on you you want you want to get it out of your um even if you believe it or if you have jesus christ sorry (laughs) thank god for editing (laughs) even if you believe in the afterlife whatever you want to get all the guilt off your chest so you can go into it with a i guess forgiveness and confess your sins i feel like even if you aren't religious there's just that pull to tie up all your loose ends Mm -hmm. and so let's hope that his apology was sincere (laughs) i think it was like i remember when it happened so we were walking outside and he just broke down into tears and said, I know yeah. I haven't been the dad that I should have been. Completely and unprompted. And I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It was intense. And of course, I just for- forgave him on the spot because he's But you dying. don't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, you do and have a choice. Why would you but not? Yeah. Why would you hold on to anything? It only hurts yeah, you. It's not hurting them. The it's the most only hurting part. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most so, important part. God, it was wild. So when I just remember like in the hospital getting there and I basically just talked to him even though he wasn't awake, I know he was able to hear me because apparently the hearing is what goes last when oh. a person dies. Oh, wow. 
So, um, anyway, um, I did talk to him and then it was kind of crazy because I was supposed to go see him and then he died the next week. Wow. Actually, that happened with my grandmother too. <gasps> she died the week right before I was supposed to oh, go to God. her house oh for the God. weekend. <laughs> well. And then it was crazy. So anyway, go see your loved ones, people. Yeah, seriously. Because yes. you don't know go when. Go see them while they're alive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, right. I think... I've always found it interesting that people can pull together all their shit. They can get on an airplane. They can do whatever they need to do to go and see someone, you know, for their funeral. But they can't pull their shit together to go see them while they're alive. Which, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not, you were trying. I did. You had I made tried. plans. Yes, yeah, yeah tried. I tried. But these people that, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, no, I can't come. I Even can't come. Even if a person hasn't done anything bad to them. No, exactly. And they yeah. can't. Yeah, they can't just... People. Call your mother. Yeah. People are distracted. Just, yeah. 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 And just go, I mean, you know, out of sight, out of mind, but especially like an elderly person, a grandparent or someone mm-hmm. you know is, like just make yeah. the effort. And it's probably better for you to go if if it means you can't go to the funeral. Yeah. Because you spent your money to go see them while they were still alive. Yeah. All for the better. That's yeah. better. You yeah. know? I, I mean, because mm-hmm. when... Really, the funeral is for the people left behind, yeah. and you're one mm-hmm. of those people left behind. And so, go see them, and where when they can, yeah, see you, yeah, yeah. and sure. remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so. will always be grateful that Layla got to meet um, oh. my grandmother, who <laughs> yes. she's named after. Mm-hmm. So, you know, granted, my we talked about this in the first episode. My uncle didn't tell us uh, she had she died on a they, he got the call on a Sunday. On a Wednesday, she died that like she was dying didn't tell his sisters until they were in Miami about to leave for a cruise on Friday was not buried until the following Saturday she Mm -hmm. died on February 1st we buried her February 11th you'll hear all about it in our first episode yeah (laughs) so if you haven't listened to that episode we would suggest going back and starting with episode one and um I wanted to say something you were talking about taking Mm -hmm. the pictures in the hospital Mm -hmm. and remind I mean it's it's weird how you just things trigger in your mind mm-hmm. I just remembered when my dad passed away you know he was in the hospital and they had done the shock on him while he was intubated so when we went in there to see him his jaw was locked open and like his teeth were bleeding from you know the oh, choking God. and the paddles you saw that yeah oh Jesus. I mean they tried to clean it up the best they can but you know they're just sitting there with their mouth open and mm-hmm. the teeth all I mean he always had straight teeth and they're gnarled and then we drove home before cell phones. It was 96. So we might have had a bag phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 All but, tell. But we, yeah. yes. So we were, we drove home. And when we got home, the, uh, there were missed calls from the hospital. And they later sent us Polaroids because they said they had never seen anything like it. His mouth closed and he was smiling. <gasps> Do you still have those? Yeah, oh somewhere. My. I don't know where they she are. She will find them and we will post them on our social I media. I don't want to post them on my social media. That was a but joke. It, was, it, it was, did not land. Even <laughs> No one wants to see Moving that. on. But it was real bizarre. Oh, I do want to see it. I've always kind of I wondered. <laughs> I've always kind of wondered, like, was that just something nice that the hospital did? Like, I don't this, think they really go no, out of their and way. and I've asked people before and like people in the medical community and they said no that is really freaking bizarre yeah. like once you you're done and rigor mortis starts setting in like i mean he was you know mouth open yeah. and mm. closed mouth smiling wow it was so bizarre didn't that make you feel good there? it did it was yeah. it bring a, it brought us all some 
peace. Yeah. That but seeing him in that contorted way. And yeah. It's kind of shocking. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what a mortician can do as far as... I'm sure they can sew the mouth shut, but they probably have mm-hmm. to break the jaw yeah. and yeah. go in there and do something to close the mouth. Mm-hmm. So it was just really crazy. That God, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Would have been hours after his death. Yeah. That that happened. Because, sure. you know, they have to pass away and then they do the cleanup of the body before we went and then it was an hour drive from Jacksonville so, so you know you know it's two or three hours comforting and also creepy yes mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> kind of what we're about this here. is yep the welcome to funeral sorry, stories not to distract from me but no. I just popped into my mind because it was totally crazy yeah, was well, crazy yeah. seeing were you in there when he died when your dad died we, well yeah they had um and this is in the first episode too but they had a. Uh, we had gone to get something to eat and come mm-hmm. back and still I'm 12 at this point so mm-hmm. I mean 11 at this point and so I'm thinking okay we'll come back and see dad it's still not hitting me that yeah. they're they're bringing us here to say goodbye right and we were coming back in the room and they had the paddles on him because they were you know it told us we were safe to come back and then on our way back we you know it's always bad happening. timing yeah it is like and, even, oh yeah you never die it like it Right. Always. No one ever dies when it's convenient. Right. Unless they take a pill, an organ. Right. Exactly. 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 And then you can schedule it. Yeah. Everyone move to Oregon. <laughs> it's crazy. So. Yeah, when Winston went to get snacks for everyone that was around my dad. So Mm-mm. it was me, his wife, and his wife's daughter. He died while Winston was gone to get snacks. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. So, but yeah. anyway, it was crazy. Like, because he, when a person has liver failure, they pretty much... His body was like swollen and like mm. his skin was weeping fluid. Oh, and gosh. like it was kind of nuts. And then I was watching his heartbeat on a monitor and mm. I told his wife, Cheryl, and her daughter, Casey. Aforementioned Cheryl. That <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl. Um, Cheryl. Anyway, that I thought it was time because his um his oxygen level dropped, his heart rate went down to forty eight beats per minute. It kept vacillating. Mm-hmm. It would go down, then come back up, and then go mm. down and come back up. Anyway, this time I knew. I was like, Y'all, I think it's time. Everybody needs to gather around him. And so, um, Anyway, he had, his eyes had been shut all day. His mouth was open, breathing, mm. labored. And so... Did he have that, like, the dry mouth? Yeah, they yeah. kept coming in and swabbing yeah. his mouth. Yeah. It, he had, like, the death rattle. I was just about I, to ask about that. And the, he didn't have yeah. teeth because of his drug use. It yeah. was yeah. really disturbing <laughs> to oh, see his no. face. The yeah, death rattle, yeah. if you've never seen it, is the most, like, it's I don't even know the you word. You know for what it. it is when you hear it, even if yeah. you've never, never heard, heard the phrase it's like death rattle. gurgling mm-hmm. and like intense breathing, and you just sometimes it stops. Like watching the process, we sat there for like from 12 in the afternoon until about 9 45 yeah. at night, just waiting because yeah. they moved him down from like um, from life life support machines kind of deal down to another room, and we just sat there and waited all day. And um, so when it was time, um, Cheryl grabbed him and started freaking out. Like and she was, and she's on drugs really bad. Uh, but she was well, like, that makes sense. Well, I don't know. I think so. She's like an ex call girl and um, drug addict, so. allegedly on drugs. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> P- 
pretty sure pretty sure 99.9% sure she grabbed him and was like don't leave me she started screaming and crying and so I got like I've been holding my dad's hand so extra I got up like over him and like looked down and I looked at so her daughter was on the left side of my dad Cheryl was on the right and I was kind of like next to Cheryl like hovering and I looked at her daughter and I was like thinking in my mind, you need to get control of your mom yeah. because my dad's trying to transition right now mm-hmm. and she is just making it very freaking out. Yeah. yeah. And so, and like, so I got over my dad and I said to him, I was like, okay. I was like, it's okay to go. Yeah. It's time. I was like, it's okay. This is okay. You this can is go. safe. Yeah. Death is safe. Good. That's what I told him. Good. So, um, oh God, because you had to have somebody sitting there saying, don't go when you have no fucking choice. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was really selfish. I understand that. Grief is weird. I do understand. She probably didn't have control over her feelings. Yeah. She lost it in that moment. But for me, I was like, I try to be. It's just hard because it's, it makes it harder, I guess, for him, Mm. but also for everyone else in the room. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to like deal with it. Yeah. So I told him, and then, um, so he had so when he actually expired he raised up off the bed <gasps> like a foot Shut like he raised up. up off the bed and opened his eyes and they had been closed all day and then he breathed out and he like laid back down and was oh my gone god. yeah it was wow. crazy oh my god mm-hmm. oh my god what did you what i just you felt at peace i felt uh I mean, I cried, but also yeah. like he had, it's so weird. Like having a dad like that was so, so much torture growing up that you feel everything is wrapped up with a bow now and that they're not suffering yeah. and you're not suffering. It was weird. Well, and death isn't, no, we don't, nobody wants to die from the moment they're born. We, we, we want to, most people want to delay the inevitable for as long mm. as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. So it is scary because it's unknown it's unknown we don't know what's next it's scary but at the same time it is inevitable and it is a part of life it is everyone's going to die you can't appreciate life without knowing that it has an expiration date exactly exactly and so i mean there is this (sighs) some weird peace that comes with death even Mm -hmm. even Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe especially not every when death. someone's suffering. Yeah, yeah especially mm-hmm. when someone's suffering, or especially in your situation where it was a complicated relationship, and mm-hmm. now it's it's over. Like you said, you can put a bow on it, mm-hmm. and you can compartmentalize where you need to, and right. re- you know, remember it as you need to. Yeah, I would always fantasize when I was younger about whether I would see my dad when he died mm-hmm. or not. Am We've I going to have a meltdown that. at the funeral? We, yeah. You and I have what? talked about that a lot. Yeah. And yeah. dad, well, dad told me, but it actually was way different than I'd ever imagined. And it was better. Yeah. So it was easier. Like, and the fact that since he and I had been reunited and had a dialogue about a lot of things before he died, I did not have to have that meltdown that yeah. I kept thinking I was going to have. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. And then dad said that when he died, he just wanted to be cremated and thrown into a hole next to you yeah so what was his funeral like we didn't have one because cheryl took the ashes okay wow that's i mean i think that's a first (laughs) that's a first no it's it's wild do you do you think you'll ever have some sort of memorial service for you or um do maybe like have your own do you think you'll go well like we were saying i feel like a funeral service is for 
Yeah, I feel like I left. did. Yeah, I feel like I did. I feel like the day that he died, you don't need it. I had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know that's weird. No, not at all. I had. I intended I on know. having a service for him with just a few people and mm-hmm. like doing what he wanted, which was. We have a family cemetery plot um, down the road from the house that my granddad built and where my dad lived his whole adult life. And so I had planned to just do exactly what he said. Um, My dad had a child that was deceased before me who died at infancy. Mm. And then his mother and his dad and my uncle are all buried like two Mm -hmm. uncles in the same spot. But um, what happened was Cheryl... Oh my god, it's complicated. Oh god, it has to do with um her stealing a bank account that my dad had and me not being able to have any kind of relationship with her because of all of the things that happened and not being able to get the ashes or get her to comply. Wow. So Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So you you two do not communicate. No. 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 She was never my stepmom. So do you have you don't have any of your father's ashes? Mm-mm. Wow, mm. that's Cheryl. If you're listening, it'd be real great if you quit being a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. I mean, that is that's. Would there a children mourning, especially a, a relationship that's complicated like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to take away from their relationship. I know nothing about it, but you have to be an adult and be mature yeah. and yeah, put you your do. put. Mm-hmm. The children first. Right. Yeah. That's the most important. The children are the ones that went through everything with the parent. Yeah. You didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or are living yeah. with trauma mm-hmm. from. That's. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you either mm-hmm. have these great memories or you have no memories or you have a bunch of traumatic memories. And either way, that's some shit you need to process. Right. And when someone is trying to take away from that because of their own grief, mm-hmm. it's extremely selfish. Well, uh, there's a. Uh, this philosopher I like, his name is Krishnamurti, and he says that no one is more selfish than a person that is suffering mm-hmm. because oh, all wow. they care about is their grief. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you get in a hole. Yeah, exactly. And you and you don't care. You can't. I mean, you could, but you can't. Yeah. That is, that's a, so how that long ago was this? It was um, 2015. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that she... Comes out of her grief and maybe <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. Don't see that coming. Yeah. She hates me. Cautiously mm. optimistic. Yeah. Because she hates me because I made her answer to the court. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. The story goes it's so very deep. deep. Yeah. Marla crazy. and I have talked a lot. Um, I talked a little bit, bit in the first episode about um, my dad, and, and I've, I've often wondered, and that would, you know, be another interesting concept we've discussed is having people with parents or someone that they had a very tumultuous relationship with die and how they react because I was we've mm-hmm. often talked about how how would I react and this is before your dad died we yeah. talked about how would you mm-hmm. how do you think you're going to react are you going to like fall to the floor crying are you going to be like because I can't count the number of times I've been like I wish this motherfucker would just die right truly like and that's when you when you have someone that is so abusive and so horrible and so selfish and sick mm-hmm. and takes and takes and takes, you you often think like my life would just be easier if I didn't have to worry about it. However, it is still your father mm-hmm. yeah. and or your mother or whatever. And so it does have this very confusing, complicated uh, level, like a, another level to 
grief. Yeah. It's it's you're grieving what you never had. Right. And also you're grieving the fact that this was a person mm-hmm. that could gave you life. Right. And it's you're here because sucks. of them. Yeah, it does. It fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, you have gratitude at the same time yeah. as you have like Yeah. It's know. interesting. I always Unrest. found it interesting. <laughs> yeah. I always found it interesting your um reaction. Yeah. Because when we talked about him before he passed, it was very much, well, until there towards the end, mm-hmm. but it was very much like he hurt you. And I would not have ever, when I'm going back to the begin- our beginning conversations, our bad dad convos. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm thinking back to the way you talked about it and the way that um, I related to, t- to you about it. Mm-hmm. And you'd always be like, like he was a fuck up, you know, he's such a fuck up. And mm-hmm. I related to that. And then I would have never guessed that fast forward to 2018, you'd be like, I'm really glad that we reconnected and that I was mm-hmm. there when he died, you know? So yeah. it is, it's in, in a way it's kind of, your story is kind of, it's weird. It's partly frustrating for me because mm-hmm. I'm still so angry, Yeah. but then it's also kind of like, makes me feel like good. I don't know. I can't even think of the word for it. it. It gives me some hope. Well, I think the thing that gave me any kind of compassion for my father is the fact that, um, well, I had I saw a crack of sunshine through all the dark, but was me thinking about, like, at one point he was a child <sighs> and that he was not a bad person then. And then through his, his life, his yeah. dad was abusive to him and yeah. they lived out in the sticks and, like, took him from, like, the town yeah. where he lived, like out to where people do meth and stuff and like just do drugs. And some kids don't have a choice. And you, yeah. you like, it's when you hear these stories about people who are serial killers or something and you hear the story about there's always some kind of abuse and you think about them as a child and sociopaths weren't yeah always that yeah. way necessarily. Right. And some people are born just yeah. whacked out yeah chemically chemical imbalance yeah but i mean the majority of people who turn out to be bad seeds really were not right mm-hmm. yeah so that's how i accessed any compassion for my dad yeah <laughs> i Take have a funny story about that graveyard actually i was telling you guys yeah. about so um when i was a kid my dad used to take us on well when i saw him on occasion uh, that my father i was just talking about my biological father he would take us on like haunted truck rides we would like ride down like out in the middle of nowhere to like yeah. the old church and like see the graveyard but one night he told us a true story he said that he told me it was true he said that grave <laughs> robbers came to the church and dug up my uncle's body mm. and they found his skull on the side of the road this is a rural church. I was about to say, yeah. what city was this in? It's Jeffersonville, Georgia. Oh it's thirty god. minutes outside of Macon. Oh, wow. oh god, the the fucking it's the middle like, of nowhere. deep central Georgia, yeah. like yeah. bunch <laughs> of crazies because there are no, there's a bunch of land. Yeah, the cops. D- d- oh man, it's between Warner Robins and Macon. Oh, okay. that's where it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that's crazy. If you've ever been to Georgia, if we have any listeners that have never been to Georgia. There is some eerie feeling yeah. in that part of this. I always say yeah, that Georgia is. is so beautiful because you have the mountains, you have the beach, you have like everything. And then you have this weird middle Georgia. And you drive for miles and there's <laughs> nothing. Flying over Georgia. There's nothing. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. like, it, thinking back to just like true crime stuff, there's so many weird yeah. mm-hmm. cases. And it's, I'm sure every state has a place like that, but there's just something about 
the fall line. It's got to be the energy of the fall line. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be. Probably it's like yep. the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. The Georgia there triangle. are no rules. <laughs> Here, yeah. There are no yeah, rules. because the people that live there just pay off the cops. Yeah. Yes, no, seriously. Exactly. It's like, oh, and we deal lots of meth, but we yeah. just pay off the cops. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's There's true. so much of that. It's yeah. so true. And I can only speak for Georgia. So did they ever find out that that was his skull? Um, I think so because uh, I mean probably because the actual grave was un- unearthed. Mm. Oh, I yeah. love that term. It was unearthed. Yeah, unearthed. it was. It was unearthed. Did, my, did he have anything? Uncle, the, what did he have it's anything like, like that they wanted to like in the they grave? They may have been looking for something. Yeah. Oh, that's so mm. cool. I don't know. Hopefully this they is going to be the Holy Grail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, say, this is going to be Marla's uh, first novel. She's going to write a story inspired yes, by that true would be events. A great, that would actually be a life story. Be insane. Oh, something God. that was buried. And, Seriously. Yeah. You wouldn't have to. Yeah. No, I would definitely recommend reading Marla's future book. Oh, my God. Available 2020. So I, I heard a lot of stories. So this uncle was my great uncle. So it was my dad's. So it was my grandfather's brother, and mm-hmm. I was told that he had been in jail in Alcatraz. Oh my god! Oh, wait, yeah. that's mm-hmm. okay. How yes. fucking cool is that? So that's that he really was cool. in Alcatraz. What and for? What? What was his? I don't know. I wish oh I could god. ask my dad. I feel like he told me in like 2014. But do you know his I can't name? Remember? I doubt. They I have don't. Anything, but. but um. People called him Uncle Flunkle because he lived in the basement of the house that my granddad built, and he used to do tons of drugs down there and like solicit young men for sex. Oh my god! And trade them for drugs. So it was probably some sex crimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my or god. Drug Alcatraz. Yeah. My family. But I mean, is Alcatraz dark. has yeah. to be a violent crime. You have so you to. You come by it honestly. Yeah. And I think it was like armed robbery. So say, yeah. That's what it was. If yeah, you're was in Alcatraz, it's mm-hmm. you're not there just for peddling drugs. Or or anything it's, yeah. it's some real shit you so, are a danger to society on the highest <laughs> yeah, level right right yeah. and i think it closed in 1963 oh my god so it, it, it wow. had been a while since he had been in there have you ever I been to alcatraz robbery no, no. Oh, i would love to go i've never been we drove i mean drove around we rode the ferry around the island but we had plans yeah. to go mm-hmm. but you have to book a ticket to oh, walk yeah. on the island months in oh. advance oh wow. yeah so yeah. if you do mm-hmm. ever go to san francisco get yeah. on that <laughs> yeah get on that for sure God, I wonder if you can find out what mm-hmm. cell he was in and all that. So, surely it's surely I, I've got to figure out what his name was. Yeah. So I've, I don't even That's know wild. where my family came from. I have no idea. Okay. Really? So what if he <laughs> told some of the people in Alcatraz about this treasure that he had? <laughs> and so when they got out of Alcatraz, they went looking for the treasure in his <laughs> oh grave. Oh, my God. Because he said, I'll take that treasure to my grave. It was the heart grave. of the ocean, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The blue diamond. This book okay. just writes itself. And then it was, I was about to guess yeah, exactly. And then it was in his eyeball. That's why they took oh the skull out. The soul. Oh my gosh. Oh the diamond my God. was in his wow. eye. Yes. Okay, listen. There has to be a small number of uh, prison. I say small number. Again, Central Georgia is a weird place. But a small number of prisoners at Alcatraz that were from Central Georgia. So yeah, I we, think that's a big... Mm. We have to. If we have any sleuths out there, <laughs> let's, figure it we out. should figure yeah. Let's solve this oh mystery. Let's figure out what his name was. Well, last his name last was Sanders. 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 Okay, I can tell you that. Sanders Uncle Flunkle Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Flunkle. What if that was his name in Alcatraz? Flunkle Sanders. I should Sanders. ask my mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she ha- must know some She must know his yeah. actual name. Yeah. I think she might. That's but yeah, Uncle Flunkle, because he was just a 
drug addict who just <laughs> yeah. hung out and, <laughs> and long fucked long young men. Say, yeah, drugs, touched yeah. little boys. <laughs> no, so. I don't think so. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> well, we don't know. No, he, we don't know. We don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I doubt the um, young men. <laughs> young men. I doubt young boys had a lot of money for drugs. This right. Is true. Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't hey. have to pay for drugs. They had to bend over and, get, and then get the drugs. I yeah. Say, there's, drugs. Mm-hmm. there's so many um, possibilities here. I guess I'll just wrap it up with one more story. Um, so in 2012, Winston, my husband, and I went to Florida to see his uncle who's terminally ill with a brain tumor. And um, the night that we got there, he was actually up and kind of at him. I mean, he wasn't like walking around or anything, but he was definitely talking to people. So um, that that night we went to sleep and we woke up and he had passed away Um that night I think it was so the next day the coroner came to get his body and he was on a stretcher coming down from an upstairs room <laughs> and they this the staircase was like a half circle it was rounded out and they're having trouble getting the stretcher down the stairs and they almost <laughs> dropped one guy dropped one into the stretcher Fuck. I was like we're about to have a dead body <laughs> oh rolling down the stairs it was terrible it was like a did he fall off no he oh, didn't God. thank God the guy caught the end of it I, I mean like, I gotta be honest not thank God I kind of wanted him to fall off <laughs> Some weekend at Bernie's. Yes, shit. oh yes, my god, it would have been shit. like humor. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like there was tension in the room because people were like at one time like just so devastated about it, and then at the same time being like, "What are these fuckers doing? <laughs> like, get no your one shit together." This so, is this your first time? <laughs> is this your first rodeo, bitch? Like, how many dead bodies have you brought out on a stretcher? <laughs> have you never seen a spiral stair? I just before? wanted to. Th- yeah, I wanted a weekend at Bernie's moment. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll just so he fell off the stretcher and he rolled down the stairs. Yeah, he and did. And, oh my god, when he got to the end of the stairs, he looked like a piece of origami. Ooh, and, and then we took him to New York on a trip. We put <laughs> sunglasses on him. He was a mute, but anyway, yeah, cool. He was the life of the party. <laughs> oh my god, R.I.P. Winston's uncle. No, R.I.P. Larry. 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 Was this? Was this? Okay, so it wasn't Meriwether because she only has sisters. Yes. Um, it was Meriwether's sister's husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Damn. I know. It's nuts. All right. You got so, any more stories? Yeah, I'm for us? sure she has so many more. Um, uh, Are you spent? Spent? <laughs> well, um, I've delivered flowers in college on the weekends. Oh. And delivering flowers, you consequently go to you. Sure funeral homes I, just this one day I went into this little funeral home near downtown and they were like sure just go ahead into the chapel or whatever and so I was like okay and I had so many flowers and then when I looked up there was a dead person in the casket it just scared me I was like hi nice to see you just another these. day on the job I'm just gonna go away <laughs> anyway you're like okay sorry bye Thanks. she was very peaceful she didn't insult me or anything oh good good god you she hate those dead that bitches box. that I don't know those we, rude dead bitches they're so, the worst just <laughs> side eye me <laughs> oh my god so, oh so many questions for one camera one eyelids <laughs> popped open oh my god oh my god could you imagine so, I mean no every time I go to a funeral I'm like I'm gonna see an eyeball today oh my god <laughs> something's gonna move speaking <laughs> of <laughs> touching a dead body that's like it, the first time you touch a dead body especially if it's someone you yeah. care about you're like Ugh, yeah there's not a, this is not a human there's no life in there's right? no life they feel like clay yeah 
When you touch wow. a person that's alive, you feel energetically. Them. Yeah, you feel we're holding you hands. Feel you feel them. Yes, yeah. Marlon, I are holding hands. Is dead. You know, there's no energy there's there. Nothing. There's nothing. Well, like, and that's one thing I was going to talk about when we were or mm-hmm. mention when you were talking about your father mm-hmm. um, in the hospital room, and you probably know, but anyone that's been in a room when somebody dies, mm-hmm. the energy it's so different from any mm-hmm. other energy you've ever felt. Yeah, it yeah. is literally like you are at the exit. Yeah. Right. It's a it's vibration. So, it's yeah. a high frequency yeah. vibration. And I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just everyone in the room morning or if it's mm-hmm. literally something come like I don't know if it's all of it. It's wild. I think yeah. it's a I think it's a mixture. Yeah. I do. It's wild. Because when my dad died, I know that he projected himself outward. Like mm-hmm. the way that he rose up out yeah. of the bed oh. and he was like <laughs> like his eyes came open and he like moved forward. It was like he was trying to push himself forward yeah somewhere yeah, yeah. probably i when i was there when my grandfather was passing away and i wasn't actually there when he left but i remember um a moment where he had been i mean he wasn't talking he was you know he'd been out of it and all of a sudden he opened his eyes and he looked in the corner of the room and he goes mama mama and it was yeah. it was wild. People mm-hmm. do see their dead mm-hmm. relatives. And right he was a mama's passed. boy. I mean, mm-hmm. he the his mom lived at the end of his road. He built a house for her. like they were. Yeah. And he was literally going. Mama, mama. And I remember we were all just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit! <laughs> like, but I just imagine that. Yeah, she saw something. Yeah. Oh wait, are we getting to the questions? Yes. Yes. So okay, we. Are- are going to try to wrap things up with the same questions for our guests. And right now we only have three. Okay. So, we like to call this death jams. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so the first question. Okay. Because of your experiences, what is something you tried to do to support a friend who might have recently lost a loved one? Um, okay. I just use the motto, time is the master. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Because, um, you know, it takes time to make a relationship where you love someone and it takes time to um, mourn a person that you yes. loved yes. and yes. that it will get better. Yes. And you just can't say, rush it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say be patient with the process. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so, so good. That's yeah. what I tell that's people. So good. Yeah. That's, that's really, really good, good advice. I like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, it sucks. It's, it's calming to <laughs> yeah. think that there is going to be an end to it. For sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's a well, I mean, look, it was... It's, was been two years for you mm-hmm. it's been 12 years for, 12 21 oh, tw- oh god no you were 12 years old <laughs> no, i knew this <laughs> i've known sure, her for 12 years i'm 12 who are you 24 again? years old hi i'm casey <laughs> nice to meet you lara no but yeah and it's it gets it, yeah uh, time does i'm yeah yeah it does. and I, I, mm-hmm. that's on the same vein i always tell people that grief is like a tidal wave mm-hmm. so like that first year after someone dies you're mm-hmm. gonna just be so overcome with emotion a lot of times you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and there will be times in your life where you experience the exact same emotions you did the day after they passed away Mm -hmm. and you but they those instances become further and further apart so just be prepared do you find that they are um I was about to say cyclical, but like season, like when you're yes. approaching the anniversary of the death. Um, yes and no. It's not like always to the date yeah. that I have, but I do every year. November 18th uh, was his death date. And so I always take that day to myself, try to take off work sure. and I go through pictures and I just get into it, get into the emotions, get into so that I can go through the next 364 days yeah. without 
having to yeah. get into it mm-hmm. you know yeah. just allow yourself to feel the feeling that's smart because if you don't you're gonna explode at some kind of yeah crazy moment when you're not wanting to explode yeah process yeah, yeah you've got to it's funny it's I think, forever yeah it's forever i think the worst death i've ever experienced was my dog oh my <laughs> no, god no, no like out of all yeah. those yeah. funerals parent i i grandparents yeah. you you have you are still I had the pleasure of knowing Pandora and this dog was seriously like of another world. Yeah. She was special. She was literally goodness embodied in a dog. I'm not like, it's so hard to explain. And they like went through so much together. Like they literally grew up together for 15 years. And there's still, I mean, there's, and Cleo looks, Cleo's totally different. Her other dog, Cleo Mm -hmm. is totally different than Pandora, but looks like, Pandora mm-hmm. sometimes like she does it's weird yeah but that's why I fell in love with her yeah I yeah saw her face and I was like it's Dora I call I call Cleo like even with Seth and I'm like yeah just tell him they can bring Dora over and I'm always like oh. no like it's Cleo Cleo and he like yeah there's been so many times where he's like god damn it Casey yeah the dog's name is Cleo and I'm like I know and I'm always like <gasps> because it's we can start talking about Dora and mm-hmm. she'll break down yeah. oh my like, god now so Holden you still you break me. down about Holden yeah <laughs> yes. yep yeah and I you know I've, I've my dog Lucy is about to turn 11 pet funerals is about to turn 11 oh yeah and um like I think about the fact that if she is alive one more year I will have had that dog longer than I have my dad oh my god oh my gosh you know yeah you better hold out Lucy (laughs) it's so crazy so I mean people you know we're counting on you Lucy (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to the next question all right have your experiences made you think more about a death plan for yourself? Um, well, like your own funeral. My um, okay. Have they made me? I guess in a way of just having exposure to it so many times, you do start to get to the point where you think about some of the logistics things, and you're mm-hmm. like, "This is kind of weird," and I don't really like that. But I def my death plan is just to be thrown on the side of a mountain and eaten by animals. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> or, 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 I or, don't want to be touched or looked at. Hold on. Anything. I got a better idea for you. <laughs> a Marla comes and finds you and tries to clean you up <laughs> and puts you in her living room. <laughs> Just, you use, what was the dust? I mean, the bio- <laughs> The skull preservation dust. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. The, the biological powder. Yes, yeah. biological powder. <laughs> biological soap. Now, would that not be poetic justice? If somebody came and found this, <laughs> I would want that bitch. Oh, I know you would. Yeah, your energy You're is like, not leaving. I'm for the animal. Destroy her house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> what is yeah. it? Science says energy cannot be created and, and or destroyed, and Marla's not going anywhere. So, <laughs> hopefully, I've built a spaceship through my actions, where I'll be blasting the fuck off this planet. <laughs> I was about to say. However, I do think that your body the energy that your body houses is your final gift to the planet. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that it should be recycled. Yeah. And I do get comfort in thinking about the fact that I could be recycled. You'd return to me. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's, it is very, it's very Buddhist in thinking. Okay. Yeah. So what if you're thrown onto a mountainside mm-hmm. and there's this starving wolf mother trying to feed her babies. Yeah. And she hasn't been able to get out of her den to feed her babies. And she's mm. able to feed her babies and keep them alive because of your carcass. That's I mean, it her would dream. be my dream. I mean, you're like, you're like, yeah, all I the did way. something good even in death. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was immediately like, I'm going to go ahead and answer for her. Yes. yes. How do we no, find that wolf? not answering for other people. No, never. Not <laughs> you don't like to hear yourself talk she at all. She gets excited. <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay, so the next episode is just 
just gonna be me talking for you're gonna ask two hours. questions yeah casey yeah. what is casey because i'm not a sociopath <laughs> okay it's your dad's fault it is let's sense. blame daddy hey see that's the thing is laura can make those jokes it's because her dad loved her yeah 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 because her dad loved her we those kind of yeah. are mine and casey's ongoing yeah like joke. it's not kind of it is her deal with it yeah it helps casey deal with it i'm like wow it must be nice to have good self-esteem <laughs> what the fuck is that where, where did you get that can I, can I buy some of that sounds great you can't buy it no but no, you know i guess take the, it this is true high five i guess the bad news is, is that her dad died but you know yeah. what you can't win on all no you can't you all right to, yeah so the that's final, wild because yeah. we're young people and we both have dead fathers so yeah yeah. You know. I mean, yeah i mean mm. yeah that must Sucks. be nice and that's, you know, <laughs> if your dad heard that, hi, uh, he lives in Gainesville, Florida, somewhere. So yeah, please, is he a if you know man? my, is he a Florida man? No, he's is he smoking bath salts. He's a, oh, I'm sh- oh, I'm sure you can actually find his mugshot. You know, we'll post his mugshot one day. <laughs> I will. I fucking will. <laughs> Tell me not to. All right, do it. <laughs> So our final question for Marla. Death jams. What would be your death jam? I guess not at your funeral, but maybe at your memorial service. Um, it probably be probably would be. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so there'd be like a dichotomy. I only know one side of it. Or your the tribute som- concert. The somber side. <laughs> yeah. Would probably be the same song that I walked down the aisle to. And it's yeah. a Chopin nocturne. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> so you cannot find that on iTunes. Well, you probably can. You can. <laughs> you probably can. can. <laughs> probably can. So, um, yeah, it would be a Chopin nocturne. And then probably the other side of it would be something really crazy like parliament funkadelic i love it so good so good because you're supposed to celebrate a life yeah yeah exactly yeah that'd be great i feel like if i die throw my ass on a mountain and have a party yes do you have to leave i'm gonna leave in my will i'm gonna leave um a stipend that's just for a fucking awesome party that's a costume party (gasps) can we do it at laurie's house in the pool probably (laughs) because that would be great that was what her wedding was at this beautiful house laurie's house and and at the end of her she's still in her wedding makeup she's switched into her reception dress but she's you know to the nines so is winston all the groomsmen in their expensive you know whatever get up and everyone jumps in the fucking pool i was like we're gonna have a big toss into the pool yeah. i remember boys and girls get on the edge i, I can oh you know what? well no that's right you want to be thrown on a mountain but i could if you were going to have a funeral i can totally see you like making your own funeral dress yes. oh yeah. yeah you should actually exactly. you should do that now that's you should your next project my, yeah well i have i have an ongoing project where i'm making masks uh-huh. Like, so like I made they're really whack so yeah you showed some the pig they're terrifying yeah. they're crazy yeah. well one so right now um, they're called culture masks but the first one the first series is all fabrics that are like sheer mm-hmm. and white and ethereal and so that's kind of like the wedding masks but mm-hmm. they're not pretty they're like they're yeah, de- they're, they're deflowering masks yeah, they are cool though. And then the second series was going to be morning mass. Oh, oh cool. and on her on her, uh, Marla's Instagram is void trans. That's what transformers. Yeah, V O I D T R A N S F O R M E R. I think it's Z. I think nosy. I can't remember. 
We'll put a link to it. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know. Thank God for I editing. B O I D T R A N Z. Oh, Z. There we go. F O R M E R. Okay, so there's a Z in there, but not at the end. Yeah. It's not Transformers like the Michael Bay movie. So basically, that name means that you have creative potential that's the void, and you just manifest what you want out of it. Remember how I said she was weird? She's weird, and I Transform fucking love it. Transform the void into manifest material. Somehow you're so weird, and everything you say makes complete fucking sense. I love it. I fucking love it. Love I've it. Studied a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. You are your, you are a philosopher. Oh my god, philosopher. I was like philosopher. Well, on that note, I guess you want to give our social media. Yeah, info, yeah. Maybe? First of all, if you have your own funeral stories you want to share with us. Please, please, please email us at funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is at funeral stories. Instagram is still at <laughs> funeral stories. Un- well, nope, start over is still at funeral underscore stories. And again, if anyone knows anyone on Instagram and they can get us the funeral stories back, that would be swell. I did the wrong email address. Yeah, I got it, and I, I fucked it. it up. I again, too many vodka sodas. Um, what else? What else do we have? Facebook. Facebook. You want to take that one? Isn't it just? Yep. Funeral stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Facebook. Oh, right on our wall. Tell us what you think. Yes. Please download, subscribe. Yeah, rate us to our podcast. Rate. Yeah. If you like it. If you don't like it, yeah. please just, just don't no. rate it. It's fine. Yeah, that, just no, just totally move on fine. with your life. There's yeah. there's other podcasts. Yeah. If others. it comes someone else. This is not yeah, for exactly. everyone. Yeah. So. Troll. If you're ever, if you're a troll, like I'm really sensitive because my dad didn't love me. So just keep going. Just keep <laughs> so going. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. That would be swell. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a thank you to uh, Winston Parker for helping produce this episode and Seth Molino and. Music by John Pope. Woohoo! Yeah, so. So, yeah, now. And thanks to our guest, yeah, Marla, Marla. Stock. Thanks, you guys. Celebrate yes. Marla. Okay, let's go jump in a pool. Let's go jump in a pool. Okay, now. Yeah, right now. Hey, guys, Close let's off. go jump in a pool. In a pool. <laughs> <laughs> let's go jump in a pool and enjoy today because. It all ends in a funeral. Bye. Bye. Yay. <laughs>